Hey girl, thank you so much for coming back to this week's podcast episode. I just kind of had a freak out moment because my microphone wasn't picking up my noise and I was thinking, oh my gosh, is my microphone broken? But I just reconnected and connected back and now we're working now. So hopefully you could hear me. But thanks so much for tuning in this week. I'm very much excited for this episode as it's an idea that I've thought about for a while and I just haven't put it into episode format yet. But now we are today. So our topic for this week's episode is life is not a hit workout, it's a marathon. And we'll definitely dive into that in a little bit. But first, I want to share my God's Got You moment of the week. I would have to say my God's Got You moment is getting things on track and all aligned and kind of figuring out my schedule with my personal life and work. It's been definitely a wonderful transition season recently being a newlywed. I love it. But of course, when two people combine lives, it's kind of sometimes hard to find a schedule that works for both people. But I think Aaron and I have really found a good schedule that works for us. So I'd say my God's got you moment is just doing life with Aaron and figuring out what our life together looks like. And it's so sweet. So that's the God's got you moment. Nothing too crazy, something more sentimental, but I love the sentimental moments. So if you have a God's got you moment, please uh, share it with me. You could either send it to me through a DM or through an email to my email address, which all that is linked in the show notes below, because I'd love to hear how God's working in your life this week. All right, let's dive into the verse of the week. This week's verse is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, and it says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I think this is a great, just common thesis for today's episode, because it's really just revolving around being present and not worrying so much about what's going on in the future and living it in the moment each day. And so I think that verse just really sums it all up. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow already has a lot of worries. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So live in the present, love others, and do your best. And that last part I added, but that's really what I think. (laughs) So that's the verse of the week. Our quote of the week, I couldn't decide between two, and they're kind of long. So I'm going to share both long ones, but they are both from Pinterest. And the author, so to speak, is called Walk the Earth. So I don't know if that's a book or if that's a creator or whoever that is, but that is the author (laughs) for these two quotes. So the first quote says, First Steps. You don't need to see the entire path to take the first step. You could take the first step with fear and doubt. You could take it with hope and trust. Too often we think we need to have it all figured out and planned before we could start. But the truth is, the best journeys taken aren't planned from start to finish. They take unexpected twists and turns to lead us where we need to go. They take longer than we think. They teach us things we could have never prepared for. So when you find yourself at the foot of a path, don't worry about everything ahead. Just take the first step because you will find your way. What a great quote, especially when talking about life living in the moment and not worrying so much about what's coming up in the future. That is a wonderful quote. The second one, also by the same author, starts by saying, progress, one day at a time, little by little, you will get to where you are meant to go. Sometimes you do not realize how far you have come until you take a look back and realize how much you have grown, how different you are. Remind yourself of where you were a year ago, even a month ago. You have come so far already. You will get there. And that's a great reminder to 
like it said, look back a year, a month and see how much you've grown because that gives you good perspective of, wow, I actually have been doing a lot and I've been challenging myself and I am getting ahead because sometimes it's hard to look at it the different way and feel like you're making a lot of progress in the present. So I really like those quotes and I want to keep following a lot of the quotes that they post on Pinterest. So yeah, it's called Walk the Earth. Maybe take a look, look it up and you'll probably get a lot of great inspiration. So with all of that, let's dive into the content for today's episode. Life is not a hit workout, it's a marathon. Now for those of you listening, I'm sure a lot of you have either done a hit workout or know what it is. And I'm sure a lot of you ha- know what a marathon is. Maybe you've ran one or a half marathon. If so, that's amazing. Especially the full marathon. I will never <laughs> run a full marathon in my life. I have run a half marathon, which I'll share the story of that in a little bit. But full marathon, I could not do it could not do it. So I love HIIT workouts, high intensity interval training. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because HIIT workouts versus marathon is a great analogy for the stages of life that we go through. Now a HIIT workout is essentially circuit training. You could structure it many different ways, but at least from what I know about it, and I'm not a personal trainer or anything, I just love HIIT workouts. It's where you do really intense exercises and then you take a small break and then you keep going and it's usually more geared to cardio and strength training and it's more of like a shorter 15 to 20 minute workout rather than you know walking on the treadmill for 30 or 40 minutes so for example one of my favorite hit workouts so to speak is I jump rope for one and a half minutes straight and then I do 30 seconds of body weight squats jump squats lunges whatever and I just keep going back and forth no rest in between and I do that for 20 minutes so that's an example of a HIIT workout you could do four exercises a minute each and then take a minute break you could do four exercises for 30 seconds each and do 10 second rest in between HIIT workouts are so flexible and diversified there's so many ways you could do it but the premise of it is you work really really hard for short amounts of time and then you're done Okay, it's kind of like sprinting or different intervals. Now, a marathon is pretty much the opposite, in my opinion. It's running 26.2 miles. You're chugging along. You're not trying to run your fastest mile. You're just trying to finish. And usually you go, I'm sure, slow and steady. Some people do a tempo pace or a moderate pace. I know if I ran a marathon, I would do slow and steady. But it's definitely not a 20-minute workout and you're done. It's definitely several hours. And so... I feel as though for the first probably 20 to 25 years of our lives as young women and young men, but I'll just relate it to young women here, life is kind of like a hit workout. You are working really hard to get through high school. You're trying to get into college or a trade school or just start off in the workforce. You're working really, really hard. You're trying to get everything done. You're trying to be in sports. You're trying to get a good grade. You're trying to have good community. You're trying to be connected to your family. And of course, not everyone has this type of lifestyle, but I think a lot of people do, especially high school is very fast paced and you have that deadline of, okay, I'm going to graduate. So you work really, really hard to graduate and then you get to college and you think, okay, I have four years. I'm going to get really good grades. I'm going to have an amazing time with my friends. I'm going to learn a lot about my job. I'm going to do my internships. I'm going to work. I'm going to be involved, all that stuff because you have four years. You see that deadline. And then when you graduate and you get into the workforce, maybe you're studying for an exam or you're getting through the training session of your job or you're just trying to work two to five years at a certain company before you do your dream job, whatever it is. There's certain elements of post-grad life where we're working towards a deadline. 
And then you hit the stage in your life where maybe you have the job that you want, you've settled down, you have your family or you have a good group of friends and life is coasting. And for the first time in your life, you've realized, wow, it's not like I'm rushing to get to this certain deadline anymore. I'm kind of just living life every day, enjoying the process, enjoying the moment. And yeah, of course, there's work deadlines or goals to work towards or a vacation to go on or maybe you're trying to start a family. Of course, there's milestones, but I feel like the intensity is a lot less when you reach a certain age. And for the majority of our lives when we're, you know, in our early 20s, we're used to that hit workout mindset, working really hard towards a deadline and then moving on. And then we sometimes maybe don't know exactly how to live in the stage of life being kind of like a marathon. It's slow, it's steady, it's enjoyable. Sometimes we don't know how to rest because we've been working so hard for so long. And so I want to talk today about that difference and share a couple ways that I'm working on living in more of that marathon stage of life learning really how to be present, how to enjoy each moment, and how to not feel like I always need to be doing something. Because I think that's something a lot of us deal with because we're used to it. That's our habits. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I want to also preface this by saying I love the stage of life I'm in now. I've loved all my other stages of life. Each one is so different. And so I wanted to create this podcast episode for as advice if A, you're in that really intense season and you can't wait for that marathon stage, We'll chat about that. But second, if you are kind of in this marathon stage and maybe you're feeling guilty that you don't have something to do all the time or maybe you don't really know how to rest well or maybe you're not sure how you could be present, this is advice for you and I'm going to be sharing it from what I've learned and what I want to work on. And a lot of this is what I'm going to be working on as a means to share with you so maybe it gives you ideas because I'm no expert. I literally just got married a month and two days ago. (laughs) So I'm definitely in this settled down period. I've only had a little over a month practice. So this is not a expertise type of episode, but it is sharing a lot of what I've learned and what I'm going to be working on to really live in the moment and enjoy each and every day, regardless of whether it's a HIIT workout season or a marathon season, because we'll get little bits of those throughout the rest of our life. It won't always be a marathon once you're married or once you're settled down. You'll still have your HIIT workout moments. So I'm going to chat about my life story with looking at my high school background, college, different things that I've done after college, like prepping for my exams and planning a wedding, different HIIT workout seasons, so to speak. And then the next part of the episode will be about what I've learned and what I did well in those seasons and what I I wish I would have worked on more um, when I'm trying to handle, you know, the hit workout versus marathon season. And I'm not saying this from the point of I wish I could change something or I regret different periods of life. That's definitely not it. But it's more of advice to my younger self and for me to share what I would work on if I could do it again. So that if you're in one of these life stages, I could share some of this advice and maybe some ideas with you. Alrighty, so my life story, uh, I was in high school from the age of 14 to 17, so the classic four years. I was homeschooled. Fun fact, if you didn't know that, I was homeschooled. I did school with my twin brother, Remington, and we were in a homeschool group. Um, We lived in Arizona and Idaho, kind of mixed up until I was about 16. 
So we had a really active homeschool group in Arizona. And every Monday we would have a co-op, which is essentially where the whole homeschool group got together. And we had classes all day with the other students and the moms were the teachers. And then we would spend the rest of the week doing school at home, but doing a lot of the projects and homework assignments that our teachers assigned to us. So it was a really cool structure. But then several times in the week we got together and did different projects. We Some people did PE. I did running, hence my... <laughs> running background which I'll go into um, and then we just had a lot of social activities so it was definitely Mondays was the class day and then we had a lot throughout the week so that was kind of the school part of high school and then I also did youth group once a week and I volunteered at church once a week and then we did um, a lot of friends stuff on the weekends especially when I got my driver's license you know how fun that is to hang out with friends and drive around all that fun stuff in high school it's funny because I could close my eyes and go back to how I felt at 16 and kind of remember how I felt but then I opened my eyes and realized oh my gosh that was like seven and a half years ago that's crazy anyway um, and then I did cross country my last two years of high school so I ran my junior and senior year so that was definitely uh, a good commitment of time with running and practices and training not at practice and racing all of that and then I did speech and debate as well my last three years of high school so sophomore junior and senior year so to say the least high school was really busy and I also really wanted to go to college without debt and so I did a lot of test prep I did a lot of school a lot of scholarship things so I'm not saying that to say that I was this star child because I really had to work hard for my school. School didn't necessarily come natural to me. I just worked really, really hard and life was jam-packed in high school. However, I think what I did well kind of reflecting on all that was I actually got a lot of sleep. I don't get a lot of sleep in my adult life, but when I was in high school, I got a good amount of sleep. So I feel like I was able to handle that really well. I, I feel as though I worked really hard and pushed myself, stepped out of my comfort zone a lot. I remember when I was 14, I just was in this really awkward stage and it was kind of hard to talk to people. I felt like I was just awkward. It was, it was not my favorite. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence, but then I just chose to put myself out there and build my confidence more and I feel as though stepping out of my comfort zone, especially in high school, helped a lot. And so that's something I'm really grateful for. Even in that crazy hit workout intensity season, I feel as though I did well with that. And I also feel as though I, I did well with having a lot of time with friends. I did have a lot of great community. So reflecting and looking back, I feel like I would do all that again. The one thing I wish I would have worked on more in that intense season to kind of balance out everything is I wish I would have read more books because <laughs> I love reading and I just didn't read that much in high school, but I think it would have helped me calm down a little bit when I got stressed out. And then I actually wish that I worked more. I would have loved to go into college with a little bit more in my savings account. So kind of reflecting back, I, I wish I made more time for that. So that's kind of that life stage, that intensity, kind of that reflection. Uh, good stuff and some stuff I wanted to work on. But let's dive into college. So my background on the college hit workout part of my life was um, once again, I I did worked a lot in school. I loved school. I loved learning. I loved all my classes. So I feel like I pushed myself in everything I did. But with that, I did not rest enough. I did not sleep enough. I didn't recharge enough when it came to spending as much time with my friends that I wish I did. So I, I really, really pushed myself, kind of like you do in a hit workout. But the rest time, 
the recharge time was was pretty low. And so that is something I definitely wish I would have taken care of myself more. Um, but it all the the hard work did pay off. Um, and, and I at the end, I started to get to know who I was and solved a lot of problems on my own, kind of going off that same confidence topic that I talked about in the high school stage. I felt like I was starting to grow my confidence even more in college. So even though it was I wasn't getting a lot of recharge time and wasn't really taking care of myself that much, I feel as though I grew a lot. Um, I do wish that I was more involved, though, in clubs and events and internships. I wish I went on more trips with friends. Um, I kind of wish I got a slightly lower GPA and worked a little less hard at school so I could have more of that life experience. Um, And I wish I didn't feel guilty doing things for myself, you know, taking time to rest or taking time to, you know, enjoy my workouts or to cook. Stuff that I love now that I think if I did in college, I would have definitely... taking care of myself better. So that was kind of the hate work out of college. Overall, not a lot of rest time. um, And I I didn't really value myself as much as I wish I did. However, I am grateful for the college that I had. And I'm really grateful that I met my husband in finance class. So that was my favorite part of college, meeting him. Um, So the next stage of life that I want to chat about, the last two recent ones, was my test exam prep that I studied for from October 2020 all the way to July 2021 and oh my gosh that was so hard and then the one after that was my recent wedding planning season so the hit workout kind of season of the test prep that was really intense I was studying for my certified financial planner examination and you have to take the education part then you have to take the exam and pass the exam and then you have to get uh, a certain hours of experience I'm on the 6,000 hour path so I'm still getting my hours but this is really big certification and it was definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. It was such a hard test. Oh my gosh. And uh, I don't I don't share this too often, but the first time I took it, I sadly didn't pass, but the second time I took it, I passed. So, that's awesome. Um but it was it was very hard. However, I was so grateful that I pushed so hard and studied so much because it created so much more confidence in me. So, I'd say in the test prep season, what I did well was, you know, definitely near the end of the season just really putting my head down and getting it done really helped me know that I could do hard things and I overcame it and we got it done. Um, I definitely wish during that season I would have worked on trusting the process more and believing in myself more because I was not thinking I was going to pass because whenever I take a test, fun fact about me, I always think I did terrible and I'm not going to pass and usually I'm fine. So I kind of wish I took the pressure off and just had more peace during that time because it was definitely a point of high stress. But was, you know, with, with all of these seasons I've been talking about, I don't regret what I did. I'm grateful for exactly how it played out. But if I could go back and do it again, I may have worked on on those couple of things, you know. So with my wedding planning kind of hit workout season, I thought that it was, you know, very organized. We put a lot of work and time in. My friends and family were so supportive and helped so much. So a great community was around me and I'm very grateful for that. I felt like Aaron and I were able to put a lot of specialness and intentionality in many different aspects of our wedding and all the little details and I feel like we were a team and we really got to know each other even more through this season so those were the the really good parts about this wedding planning season and then the obvious part of getting married oh my gosh best part um but when when it comes to what I wish I could have worked on a little more was I just wish I could have been more calm at the end you know as 
every bride goes through. It gets kind of stressful because you're trying to fit everything in and there's so many details. Um, so I wish I could have been a little more calm and rush a little less. There is definitely a couple of things I wish I could have lived in the present more. But that happens when you have so many things going on. You Sometimes you just got to get stuff done. So um, also too, when it came to... Um, different things I was involved in. I felt like I was trying to juggle a lot in conjunction to wedding planning. So there's a few things that I was involved in that I wish I said no to sooner so that I could have had a little more calm because definitely at the end, I think I, I really burned out and I was sick on my honeymoon. So I think I was just so burned out after the wedding that my body was like, you're sick now. Okay. So when I do look at my life, these are kind of the the main areas where I'd say I was living in the hit workout mindset. You got to work really hard and then you're done with this chapter. And after living in that time for so long, of course, you make good decisions and not so good decisions. You have to learn from them. So I hope what I shared about what I wish I would have worked on or what I learned is something that you could draw from if you're in one of these seasons. Of course, no regrets and I'm so happy with how everything turned out but there's always a life lesson you can learn. So now let's transition on to the marathon part of life. What are some things I'm working on in my marathon season of life? Like I said, I've only been doing it for a month and two days, so just kind of figuring out the flow. And so I'm going to be sharing with you a few things that I'm working on going forward, and I hope that these resonate with you and maybe give you some ideas if you're in this marathon stage of life. If you do have different ways that you're learning how to navigate this new stage, please send them to me through DM or through email. I'd love to hear how you're managing your new stage of life if you're in it right now. So one thing I'm going to be doing going forward to live in the marathon stage and be present and calm and not rushed, but also be productive and happy and joyful, all of that, is I want to time block my days for the most important things. You know, of course, split this up between what I need to do at home versus what I need to do at work. I actually just time blocked what I'll be working on each day in the work week. I'll share it with you guys for fun because that might be fun for you guys to listen to. So I am self-employed. I do work with my dad in our family finance business. So I'm definitely wearing many hats all at the same time. Uh, But when I have kind of a rough outline, um, this is more of my marketing schedule. Of course, all my client meetings, my client calls, all my research, that's, I do that every day. So this time block is more for the marketing aspect. But um, every Monday, I reserve, you know, for the client meetings, prepping with my dad, client calls, research Mondays, no marketing type of tasks that I'm working on. Um, Tuesdays, though, is when I devote a large chunk of my day to prepping and scheduling social media and editing any YouTube videos or podcasts I have for work. Um, Wednesdays is kind of the marketing that I have on top of all my other basic work tasks with clients is to um, create scripts for my podcast episodes and YouTube videos to kind of write, do the research, write the scripts. Thursdays is where I do a lot of uh, paperwork and typing up my client notes, so more of the paperwork day. Fridays and Saturdays is where I record the podcasts and the videos. You know, I create the show notes, and then Fridays I clean the office. So, you know, like I said, in addition to all the stuff I do with clients and for clients, I also add on the time blocking at work for that marketing. So that's something in my marathon stage of life at work. I really want to time block my days for those important things so that when I come home, 
I don't have to worry about work so much or think about it because I want to enjoy a nice evening and spend quality time with Aaron. And of course, we do work on our passion projects, but it's not the stressful parts about work. It's the fun stuff. And so I also want to time block, you know, when I'm going to clean the bathrooms, when I'm going to vacuum, when I'm going to meal prep. Right now, I usually do the bulk of my cleaning and meal prepping on Sundays. And I also like to do it on Saturdays too, just kind of the weekends because we keep the apartment pretty clean during the week. But I like to time block the weekends for the cleaning and the meal prepping and keeping up with everything. So it's kind of that aspect of the marathon part of my life right now, just time blocking personal life tasks and work tasks so I could stay present and know everything will get done. And then another thing I'm working on this marathon stage of life is having only a couple main things I need to do each day. So are you someone who you write down like 40 things on your to-do list thinking that you might be able to get them done and then you don't get them done and you feel bad? All right, that's totally me. <laughs> I'm guilty of doing that too. But what I've recently done and it's helped a lot is I have like four things I'm going to do today. And if I get all those four done, great. I know I'm accomplished. If I get extra stuff done, that's awesome. But having only a couple of things to do, whether it's in your work life or your personal life, helps you A, feel accomplished, and B, you actually get more done because you're less overwhelmed. If you think you have 20 things to do each day, you're probably not going to get that many done because you don't even know where to start. Another thing that I'm working on in this marathon stage of life is having what I call a shutoff time. Shutting my brain off from work so that I could really be present and find time to rest. So each day looks a little different because sometimes I take client calls in the evening or I work stuff in the evening, but I don't like to do that too often. I like to, you know, by five or six, just try to shut off my brain from work. And if I want to do some creative work, I can, but that's fun. But I really want to work on having that time where I just don't think about work. I don't do work. I could just rest and relax because having rest time is important. In a marathon, you can't go super intense and then stop. And super intense and then stop. You have to coast. And so by having rest time, you could coast. All right, so the next thing I want to work on is meditate each morning to either worship music or a Christian meditation. There's this really good Christian meditation podcast on Spotify called Abide. And I think they also have an app that you could use or pay for. I think the app's free, but you may have to pay for it. I'm not sure. I just listen to the podcast. But listening to that once a day at least, just to take deep breaths and calm my mind, I don't really do this now. And I don't take deep breaths a lot, but I really should. So this episode that I'm recording now will be my accountability partners to start doing that. So whether it's a couple minutes or five minutes or maybe I'm taking deep breaths for 10 minutes, I don't know. I don't think I could do that, but that'd be cool if I could. <laughs> anyway, just meditating on a worship song or a Christian meditation is something that I think would help a lot of us. For those of you that don't do it right now, I think it would really settle your soul. And then I also want to write down my gratitudes and affirmations every morning. I do this probably three times a week, but I want to try to do it every day because when you write down a gratitude and a couple affirmations, it really puts your mind in a good place to start the day. And you don't have to just do it at the beginning of the day. You could just do it throughout the day. Maybe you write it on your phone or you have a little notebook at work. But I think writing things out helps me a lot and it also helps me stay in the present. And I think it'll help you a lot too. And then the last thing I'm going to be working on just to enjoy the present and stay calm, even with a lot of stuff still going on in the marathon stage of life, is to enjoy the little moments. 
Whether that means listening to music while you cook, or listening to a podcast while you clean, or giving your significant other a cute little kiss and a hug, or maybe reading a book while you have lunch or breakfast, or taking walks throughout the day, or hanging out with friends, getting coffee, going on hikes, getting dinner, even just as simple as making a fun snack and just sitting there and listening to music while you eat a snack for five minutes. Like enjoying the little moments of life is so great. And there's this awesome quote, I don't know who says it, but it goes along the lines of enjoy the little moments in life because you'll realize that they actually were big moments. The little moments add up. And of course, when you're in your hit workout stage of life, you're working really hard and you're putting the pedal to the metal and sometimes you feel like you can't enjoy the little moments. When you're in that marathon stage of life, enjoying the little moments makes each day sweet and can help you really live in the present and essentially reap the rewards for all the hard work you put in. Because you got here, you're in this marathon stage of life, so why not enjoy it? So girl, I hope that this podcast episode was helpful. Whatever stage of life you're in, I hope it was calming and it was uplifting. If you have any questions at all or any podcast episode suggestions, please DM them to me or email them to me. Also, if you feel so inclined, please leave a rating and a review for this podcast. I would love to hear how you're liking the show. And if you want similar episodes or different episodes, please let me know. I love your feedback. So with that, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk next week and never forget that girl, God's got you.